It's 7.04. You're listening to Faith Radio Mornings. I'm Dick Whitworth. Thanks for joining us today. It's uh, great to have you along. Along with me is uh, our producer, uh, Logan Rausch, Paul Perot, and a special thanks to Rachel Sutton for uh, her involvement uh, today in putting our show together. Bill English will be joining us in just a few moments. Uh, Bill has written an article uh, for the... um, um, Minneapolis St. Paul Business Journal. Yeah, Minneapolis St. Paul Business Journal. And we're going to be talking about that in just a few moments. If you have a question or a comment for Bill, you can call or text us today at 877-933-2484. We'd love to hear from you. Um, we heard a lot about McDonald's and the uh, salads that they were having problems with. Well, apparently uh, some of this is going around. Hy-Vee is recalling their spring pasta salad. Uh, people in Iowa who have high V spring pasta salads can either return them or throw them away because they may contain, uh, contain uh, salmonella. Uh, they issued a voluntary recall for their salads that came in one and three pound containers. <coughs> Pardon me. They say the products have resulted in some people getting sick, uh, including folks from Iowa. Uh, the salad containers have expiration dates from June 22nd to August 3rd. So, um, it's uh, not good news for salad or pasta, apparently. No, but they're uh, just moving up into the Minnesota area now, Hy-Vee is. Quite, quite so. a few stores. I think four or five right here in the Twin Cities. So um, we're going to have uh, Bill English join us in just a moment. We're going to talk about something that I think you will enjoy. Bill spends a lot of time talking about family businesses. And so if uh, you're in a family business or you own a family business, uh, you will definitely want to turn up the radio dial. And then you can also join us uh, via text or phone call at 877-933-2484. It's six minutes past the hour. Eight minutes past the hour. Thanks for joining us. I'm Dick Whitworth. I long for Wednesday mornings, if for no other reason than to hear Bill English's walk-up music. That's so fun. Uh, you know, you, how can you not like <laughs> Huey Lewis? I mean, Huey Lewis, come on. I'm not sure I like Huey Lewis. I just oh. like that particular song. That is uh, that is so much fun. Bill English, a uh, good friend. He's a consultant <laughs> with the Platinum Group, also a founder and editor of BibleandBusiness.com, where you can find a lot of these conversations. In fact, uh, most all of them. In audio form, Bill is uh, very, very busy, but he always makes room and time for us on Wednesday mornings. Great to have you here. Yeah, thank you. I love being here. And boy, what a beautiful morning. Isn't this great? You know, I don't know for outside of the Minneapolis-St. Paul area, but I walked out to my truck this morning and I just thought, oh, I could... I'd like to just stay here for about an hour in the quiet and the cool. Oh, it was wonderful. This is the best week of summer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Summer's the six best days of the year in that, Minnesota. That I'll tell is, you that. Uh, I've, I've heard that in experience. <laughs> that is really true. Well, if you're just joining us, uh, Bill has, uh, uh, well, he's talked to us a lot about family business. You really have um, uh, a passion for helping uh, family businesses. Some of them are very, very large. Some of them are very, very small. But that seems to be an area of interest and expertise for you, correct? Well, it is. And it's an area of interest and expertise for a lot of professionals now, simply because roughly 65 to 70 percent of all businesses, irrespective of their size, are owned by families. So if you're not in family business, you're really not in the market. And, uh, you know, back in the day, there was a guy here in the Twin Cities named Tom Hubler, and he was one of the first ever to go into the family business 
or, or in the business consulting from the family side of I things. See. And uh, that was 30, 35 years ago. Today, you can find hundreds of people who claim to be uh, experts in family business. Okay. Well, you wrote an article, uh, again, for the bizjournals.com, Twin Cities uh, yep. News. Uh, it's entitled, The Lesson of the Lund Battle, Feuds Are Costlier Than Forgiveness. Kind of give us an overview. I know there's a lot of great points we want to cover, but kind of give us an overview of uh, how and why this uh, uh, article came about. Well, it came about because I kept reading about family members who own businesses suing each other. And I thought, my heavens, how can you be suing your daughter or your dad or your, your sibling? And yet it happens apparently on a regular basis. And so I, co- I did some research and coalesced some uh, 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 stories around how the feuds, in other words, the lawsuits between family members, are much more costlier than just the forgiveness aspect of living with what the family member uh, deems is, is inappropriate or wrong or something like that. And so I wrote an article about that. All right. Well, let's let's talk a little bit about it. It's uh, not uncommon for families uh, to be in business together. Um, and uh, before we get into the actual article, where do you start as a family? Uh, because really, most ideas just kind of blossom, don't they? All of a sudden, we're in business, and we didn't really plan to be, which probably brings us to this article in the sense of, um, the bigger we get, the more complicated things become. Yeah, they do. Uh, you start a business. Usually mom or dad starts the business. The business grows. They're hiring employees. They have, they procreate. They have kids. The kids grow up in the business. And before you know it, you got a family business with mom and dad or one of them working in the business and maybe some of the, some of the children working in it. And now things get really complicated. Look, families are complicated in and of themselves without the additional stressor of a business. You throw a business on top of that, that business can actually, Dick, suck the love and the life out of a family if they're not careful. And that's often what can lead to the feuds and the lawsuits that go on here. All right. Well, let's talk about seeking justice Yeah. Um, because that destroys families and their businesses. You, you cited a couple of examples and specifically the Lund family, but... Uh Take that away, if you would, please. Yeah, yeah. Kim Lund was was uh, part of the Lund family here. They own Lunds and Byerleys. For those outside the Twin Cities area, that's a, one of the core grocery store chains here in the Twin Cities. Kim Lund, one of the siblings, uh, sought an $80 million through a lawsuit uh, from her other siblings, uh, but was only awarded $45.2 million uh, over a 20-year period by the judge. She wanted to use it for philanthropy. And, you know, the grocery store business is a low-margin business, and uh, they ended up uh, settling somewhere in the middle. I think the uh, the brother offered her something like $12 million and she wanted 80 and she wanted to give a bunch of it away, um, presumably, and uh, the judge ended up right in the middle with that. And so, but here's here's the deal: the brother and the sister now are probably never going to talk to each other again. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the real loss here. You know, there's there there's another business in Newton, uh, Pennsylvania. Nita Kaplan was successfully sued by her father, and is now required to pay back 2.13 million because of poor uh, business results and suspicions that she had been embezzling. And I saw the picture of this on on the door of of her business that was now closed, and part of it read, my father suing me, there are no words for this. Wow. You know, and and the article goes on to talk about several others. I've been personally involved in several of these where uh, one sibling was suing the other, or maybe several siblings were suing one, 
And uh, the real cost there is not the lawsuit. The cost is the loss of the family relations. And that that cost is just huge. Well, you say in uh, your article, in all of these cases, several things were true. Let's uh, let's (laughs) talk about some of those. Yeah, several, several things were true. Uh, And I'm trying to. Yeah, here it is. Uh, retaining money and power was more important than preserving family relations. This always stuns me. Yeah. Because in each one of these, there was one sibling who thought that they had been offended enough. <clears throat> now think about this. Uh, let's say, Dick, you and I are brothers, and I think that you have offended me to the point where I actually need and am justified to go find a lawyer to sue you. How does that conversation go in your head? And how much hurt and anger do you have to have? To get to that point, and to me, uh, it's it's it becomes less about losing my relationship with my brother, right. and it becomes more about me needing to be right, getting what I'm entitled to, that kind of thing. Yeah, it's uh, it would make for a tough Thanksgiving to say the least. Well, there are no Thanksgivings. There are no Thanksgivings. No Christmases. Um, you know, uh, it, it's um, it is a litigious generation in which we live. I, you know, uh, Logan and I were talking off mic a few minutes ago there. Uh, a couple of situations that are pending right now. Um, you know, I, I'm more offended. Your shirt offends me, and so you need to take it off because well, you it, don't want me to take. No, this no, shirt no. Off. <laughs> but, but it was at a gym. The guy was wearing a red, white, and blue patriotic shirt, and uh, a, a customer at the gym came up to him and said, "Your shirt offends me." Oh. And he he responded with something to the effect of, "You know, I joined this particular gym so people like you." wouldn't be offended. You know, it's just like whose offense is the greatest. But in families, when it comes to lawsuits, this is beyond the pale. It is beyond the pale. I can't imagine anything from from a Christian viewpoint and from an eternal viewpoint. I can't imagine anything being worth suing over. Mm -hmm. Sometimes God calls us to suffer injustice. And uh, I think uh, in, in from a Christian perspective, you know, we're all going to be dead in about 30 to 50 years anyways. None of this is going to matter. So why not just endure the suffering and uh, and, and be Christ-like towards your family members? Just, it's just it's dumbfounding to me. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk about the need for justice and I'm right, eclipsing the need to forgive. We'll talk about that. Uh, by the way, uh, Jeffrey wanted you to know, Bill, that it is 47 degrees uh, out on North Rice Lake today. Uh, where his wife works. 47? 47 right now. 47. <laughs> is, is there snow tonight? Is there snow coming tonight? He's got, he's got a snow emoji. <laughs> See, now watch it. Somebody's going to say, I heard there was snow. I heard it no, on no. the radio. <laughs> no, it's not true. We're 16 minutes past the hour. We'll be back with more with Bill English in just a moment. We're 19 past the hour. Thank you for joining us today. 877-933-2484 is the number to call or text if you have a question or comment for our good friend Bill English. Bill is a consultant for the Platinum Group. He's also uh, owner, editor, uh, content deliverer to BibleandBusiness.com. Check it out if you haven't already. And we're talking today really about uh, feuds are costlier than forgiveness, uh, a lesson from the Lund battle. And it's an article that Bill uh, wrote and posted with the BizJournals.com Twin Cities News. And uh, that's really kind of what we're talking about. When we when we last talked to you, Bill, we were going to talk about the need for justice and uh, the need for I'm right, eclipsing the need to forgive. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and forgiveness is is really essential. It is absolutely essential if you're going to have a family business because families uh, automatically, they always need to forgive each other anyways. Again, you throw the business on top of it and the stress or just can right. push a family over the edge. So forgiveness is one of the ways that the family builds love and that love is the equity in which they can then successfully manage the business. Without love in the family and and the forgiveness in the family that needs to be there, the business will eventually sap the family of every bit of its resources, and then the, both the family and the business will just fall apart. You know, one of my lifelong friends <clears throat> from Illinois, he is... <clears throat> Pardon me. His family owned a uh, a grocery store, and they had sure. uh, you know they literally employed every member of the family, the in laws, the outlaws, the outlaws, <laughs> uh, and there were a few divorces and things like that, and some uh, some family members passed away, but still left in you know their spouses employed, and um, they they really managed it well overall. Uh, because I don't think they ever lost the idea that we really are family. And so because you're my family member, you're my sister, uh, he didn't have any brothers. So he had like five sisters. Um, Poor guy. <laughs> them and their spouses uh, were all incorporated at some level yeah. throughout. And I, I know forgiveness had to be a big part of that family li- dynamic and discussion. Are we a family first and a business second? Or is are we a business first and, oh, by the way, you're part of the family? And that's a huge distinction. A lot of them are in the latter camp. All right. If you have a question or a comment for Bill, you'd like to text or call. It's 877 877- Nine three three two four eight four. I think one of the obvious lessons uh, in this discussion is the reality that uh, the lawyers made a lot of money in these they uh, battles. They do. Usually in these battles, and I'm, I'm in a couple of them right now with a couple different engagements that I have, uh, the lawyers are the ones who are making money. The business is losing money. The family members are losing money. It's the lawyers who make the money here, and uh, that's just the system that we have today. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think everyone uh, agrees? I mean, even the winning parties in these lawsuits, do they recognize that uh, families, uh, that the relationship is the greatest loss? Does that happen? It does. And if you catch them in a quiet, private moment where they're reflective and they're able to separate their emotion from the situation, they'll tell you that the loss of the family relationships really is the greatest loss. Mm-hmm. It's not the loss of the business or who won the lawsuit or whatever. It's the loss of the family relations. You know who bears the brunt? Uh, this oh. this was um, this was something you stated in this article that absolutely floored me. I never thought about this aspect. Yeah, when the siblings don't get along and there's cutoffs in the siblings, the ones who really bear the brunt are the nieces, the nephews, and the grandchildren. Because now you don't have certain aunts and uncles coming to school events. You're not getting together on Thanksgiving during family holidays or Christmas during family holidays. If you went to the same church, now you're going to a different church. And the, who's the one who bears the brunt? It's the kids. It's the third generation because they don't get grow up knowing their cousins. They don't grow up knowing their aunts and uncles, and that's a real tragedy. Mm. Got a call, um, a text actually just a moment ago from uh, one of our listeners and says this. How do you politely tell a family member that you do not want to uh, go into business with them? I would say uh, look at them and say I, I don't think it would be a good idea for you and me to be in business together. Uh, I would rather have a family relationship with you than a business relationship with you. And I think in business, you and I would not do very well together, so I'm going to opt out. Oh, that's a great answer. Um, let's let's talk a little bit about 
you're at the beginning of this kind of conflict. How can family members begin to resolve conflict? Because we want to avoid a lawsuit. That seems like the uh, uh, the last place, the worst case scenario. Yeah, in almost all of these situations, they're going to need third-party help. And so somebody like myself or somebody else who deals with family business needs to come in and have some conversations first independently with the warring parties and then together and begin the process of bringing them together and finding out what their common interests are, where their clash points are, and uh, then seeing if we can't facilitate their discussions around how to resolve their clash points. But you're probably going to need a third party to help out here. Mm-hmm. Do you uh, do you recognize or ask, actually, we have a caller on line one, is that correct? Um, I think we're checking on this. Um, we do have uh, Julie from Carlton. Uh, thank you for joining us on Faith Radio Mornings. Do you have a question or comment for Bill? Hi. No. Uh, well, I comment. Um, I was involved with a family business with um, brothers and a dad. And um, it really is comes down to, as you know, the distinction of the Christian worldview versus um, you know, secular. And I'm not going to excuse my family, but, you know, reconciling with people that buy into the message of um, it's business first. And, um, you know, I dealt with a lot of just behind-the-scenes betrayal, and, and it was pretty ugly. It's not uncommon. It's not uncommon at all, but thank goodness I just had a biblical worldview, and um, I just peer through God. I was able to forgive them, and you know, within two months after they forced me out of the business, I had to deal with Christmas. And um, just saying the Lord's Prayer when I got to forgive those who trespassed against us, you know, the word did not come back void. And I could look at them with great kindness and love and forgiveness and knowing that, you know, they're yes, they're very, um, people would say evil and bad, but, you know, this it's like, oh, should I be surprised the pagans are acting like pagans again? Really? <laughs> well, and, that, and that really is the difference in the worldview, is it not? It is. Because, you yes, know, you, you came at this from a Christian worldview, so you had the power and the transforming power of the Holy Spirit to help you, whereas those who yes. don't know the Lord don't have that, that transforming power within them, and so we wouldn't expect them to act like Christians in the first place. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so it's tough. It's tough. So it, it thanks is. for all you do, Bill. Oh, you're okay. welcome. Bye-bye. Julie, thank you so much. Appreciate uh, your comment today. Um, Bill, we're about out of time. Last word. Last word. Very quickly. Forgiveness is agreeing to live with the hurt and the pain that you have caused me and letting God take the vengeance and entrusting that person to God's system of justice. God's system of justice, real quick, I know we're under time here, but God's system of justice, real quick, is this. If they come to Christ and he forgives their sin, then the justice was paid by Christ on the cross. If they don't come to Christ, they will pay for it uh, after this life. Mm, Powerful. Uh, Julie, again, thank you for your uh, comment today as well. You're listening to Faith Radio Mornings. It's 27 minutes past the hour. We're going to take a break for Breakpoint. 